Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. I'm excited because I have a really cool topic. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, I praise you and I thank you right now, Lord God. I thank you that we're in your presence, Lord Father. I thank you that you are with us, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you are a faithful God. I thank you that your word says that you are the great counselor, Lord God. And that means that no matter what we're going through, you're qualified, Lord God, and you want to hear our needs. And when we feel weak, Lord God, and when we feel anxious, and when we feel fearful, Lord God, we know, Lord God, that as we have faith in you, we can overcome these things, that you will bring healing, God, not just to our body, but to our emotions. So Lord, tonight, As women, we surrender our thoughts to you right now. Lord, I just give you every thought right now, Lord Father. And Lord, I give you our financial needs, Lord God. And I ask you, Lord God, that you would make a way when it seems impossible, Lord God. Father, every every request that was brought forth tonight, and even the ones that didn't get mentioned, we know that you know, Lord God. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just praise you right now that you you're able to, Lord God, to heal our children, to bring them back, Lord God, in faith. Lord, you're able, Lord God, to bring peace, Lord God, in family. Lord, when it gets uh, destructive and toxic, Lord God, you are the only one, Lord God, that can bring that peace. So I, I speak that right now into our families. Lord God, I pray right now for peace of mind. And, and I just feel like even sleep, some of us have maybe struggled with sleep, Lord God. And I just pray, Lord God, that you would give us a peace that surpasseth all understanding. The kind of peace where we just can't explain it, but it's so great that it keeps us calm in troubled situations, Lord God. And Lord God, we just praise you because you are the God of miracles. We hear testimonies all the time and you're still performing miracles. So Lord God, we thank you for that. For each and every one of us tonight, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Awesome. Praise the Lord. I want to talk to you a little bit about sacrifice. And we always talk about my dad and all his story, but few of you guys really know a little bit about my mother. And she grew up in Mexico. Her dad, you know, unfortunately was not a dad that was present in her life. Um, had many, many wives. Um, she felt abandoned by her father. And they were very poor and her mom came to the States to work. So mom went through a lot and she ended up living in a Catholic boarding school for these children. Um, it was kind of slash foster slash orphanage slash everything. And she actually worked in the fields and would actually pick cotton until her fingers were bleeding. And she didn't want her sister to be treated really in a bad way. So she went out there and did double time in the fields. And she began sacrificing at a really, really young age. Well, finally, you know, the Lord touches her life. She ends up here in the United States and the Lord called her to the mission field. And it was like no mission field she had ever guessed she would do. 
I mean, here she is from uh, Mexico, from farms. They'd make their own cheese, they had goats and cows and chickens. And now she's in the city of Los Angeles, going to Bible college and finds my dad, marries my dad who is a gangster, an ex-gangster. And so, but her whole life was a life of sacrifice. And I think as women, God puts something inside of us that we tend to sacrifice for other people. In fact, we do it so much, it burns us slam out, right? If it's not us, it's our kids, it's our neighbors, it's work, it's our parents. There's something in us that God put in us to give toward others, not just with money, but to give your time. And sometimes we do it to a point where it can be overwhelming. Well, praise God, mom ended up going around the world with my dad, preaching the gospel, came here to Richmond. And I'll never forget, because by this time I was born, um, there was a season where we had a women's home and we they basically took the home away, the people that had lent it to us. And all the girls came and moved in our house. And during this time, there was no food. And so Jimmy Carter was a president. And do you know that they would turn off the electric during the day to all of America because there was a shortage. And so my mom would have to go knock on the doors of grocery stores to basically beg for food to feed all of these people that she was reaching. So my mom's a little beast when it comes to sacrifice. But you know, when, when I grew up, I got to see that. And it also taught me to be somebody who sacrifices. I know a lot of you guys are people who sacrifice, right? And so the Bible says that when you give, it'll come back to you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. And that means when we sacrifice and in the Bible, we learn about one of my favorite chicks in the Bible. And I'm gonna pronounce her name, Jacobin. She's like sacrifice queen. Pharaoh, uh, in that time, he is determined to kill all of the Hebrew children because he doesn't want anybody else taking his job as a king. And so can you imagine as women, them going door to door to door and taking your baby boys and killing them? So many times we talk about these stories in the Bible but we really don't have an idea of like what that real sacrifice must have looked like. You know, to me, I just really hear like horror sounds, like people crying and it, it's just a really hard season. Well, God had a plan for Moses. And so um, Jacobed, she was an Israelite and she actually went into hiding during her pregnancy because she knew that this was the deal. They were gonna kill her son. And so here comes her ninth month and I'm sure her panic is just increasing and she needs a plan, right? I want you to imagine this, okay? We're talking Nile River. We're talking like Amazon snakes. We're talking crocodiles. We are ta we're talking mega mosquitoes. We're talking the scariest. I will not go because it is straight scary. In fact, New Life has a church in Peru you have to take a two hour canoe ride to get to the church. And Lord, forgive me, it's the only one of our churches I haven't gone to go see, cause I ain't getting in a boat for two hours on the Amazon for nobody. Only, well, God, if God made me do it, then I would do it. 
but I'm not, I could just see like a python like coming out of the thing and like attacking me on the boat and I just, it's nightmares. Well, here's this chick and she has to take her baby boy. And so I'm in my mind, I'm thinking she probably grabbed like dry reeds and papyrus reeds and weaves them into a basket and puts this baby in the basket. And after he's born, the Bible says actually she kept him for a while. Can you imagine shutting up a baby that's screaming and crying and people are coming to go kill your child? I mean, this takes a woman of God. Like you think you had a bad day? So in reality, what a lot of scholars think is probably for three months she had Moses. And then she has to make the most courageous step ever. And it's the decision of her life. If you take notes, <laughs> write that down. It's the decision of your life. Because when God calls you to sacrifice, sometimes it's not comfortable. And sometimes it's the decision of your life. And the decision of your life is the same one Jacob Bed had. She had to trust in God. The decision of our life sometimes is that the plan doesn't go our way. Our kids end up being rebellious. You know, our parent deals with some kind of issue that causes stress in our life. Our job comes against us. We deal with health issues we would have never thought we were going to deal with. Sometimes we deal with death. You know, this was not our plan. But here's the decision of your life. Will you trust in God? I want you to just ask yourself that question really quick. Will I trust in God? So this is her. She has to trust in God to take care of her baby son. And really, she prays she doesn't get caught. Because if she's caught, forget Moses, she's going down too. You know, they would kill both of them and her other children. So here she goes. She's studying the Nile. Can you imagine walking to the Nile? And you're like, do I lay him in here? Do I release my son here? Are there more animals here? I, I just can't. I could not believe this chick's a beast. And so she walks the banks. She finds the best place. And, and this is my idea of when I read the story. And she knows one thing. She knows that she has to make the decision of her life. And that is in a situation you don't understand that you're going to trust God. And so here's the deal. I, in my mind's eye, I see this brave mom like kneeling down and just releasing her precious baby. You know what God wants us to do? He wants us to take whatever we think is the most valuable thing and he wants us to release it. And that's what sacrifice is. It's what my mom had to do her whole life. She had to lay down her wills, her wishes, her desires, and she laid it down. Jacobed did the same thing. And God wants us to do that. Sometimes we're mad because things aren't working our way, but we have to lay those things down. So here's the deal, because the story gets really good, and I know you know some of it, but Jochebed asked Miriam, who's her daughter, to watch after this basket as it flows down the Nile. And so what happens? Pharaoh, who's out there killing everybody, his own daughter is taking a bath in the Nile and all of a sudden spots the basket. This is just crazy because what they end up doing is she's in love with this baby, but she needs a mother to nurse the baby. And you guys know the story, some of you, right? Who does she call? She calls Miriam, who is Jacobed's daughter. 
right? And she said, come find me a lady and, and find me somebody to nurse. And who ends up nursing Moses? His own mother, Jacobet. Sometimes when you lay it down, God will give it to you better. You better write that down. When I lay it down and I release it and I trust God, sometimes he will send it back to me better. Amen. How many of you gotten your life back better? How many of you seen things you had to let go and God has ended up giving it to you in a better way? So God uses Moses. This guy ends up setting the Israelites free. Everything ends up better because she made the sacrifice. So when we dare to sacrifice, God provides a surplus and the reward. It was definitely worth it because God is still writing our story. So he is calling us to sacrifice and, and the dare is this, make the decision to surrender everything you have and everything you are to God. Sometimes I think of a track, you guys remember like a running track, it goes in a circle and it's just like nonstop. That's what our life needs to look like. God needs to be in the middle. It's supposed to be continual. So our life really has to circle around God and you have to ask yourself, does this really please God? Is what I'm doing, me arguing with somebody, does it really please God? Me not forgiving, does that really please God? Me being angry? I mean, look, I know I'm talking to girls and we got girl hurt. I mean, we got some hurt people have done to us, some horrible, mean, unjustified things. But when we don't forgive, we hold ourselves hostage and we're not honoring God. I've had to learn how to forgive people that have hurt me deeply, but I will not let them keep me in bondage. Amen. So if, you know, I just want to speak into that. If, if somebody's kind of going through that is ask the Lord to help you release. And if you've released it and you picked it up again, ask him to do it again, forgive again, and then let go and do it again. So you're not failing when you feel angry again. Okay. We're failing when we don't release it to God again. Amen. So here's the second thing. Allow, hold loosely the people, places, things, and talents he's given you. Hold them loosely, right? Because sometimes we're in love with what God's given us. God gave them to you. So allow him to use them as he sees fit. You had your idea of doing something and God goes, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. I got my idea. Ask God to show you what you're gripping onto too tightly and let it go. I want you to just think about one thing right now that you're holding on too tightly. What's one thing you know you need to let go? You know, let me, I'm just going to be straight up with you. You know what kills me is the one that doesn't think they have anything that they're gripping on too tight. It's the one that doesn't think they ever have to let go. Look, that girl's going to stay in hurt the rest of their life. If you look like, if you look like a car and you got four wheels and you park in a garage, you are probably a car, right? So sometimes we have issues, but we're just not letting them go. Everybody sees it, but us, because it's easy to blame everybody else. But sometimes letting go is letting go of us, our own idea of what we think we should be doing and what God should be doing in our life. Okay, rise on the dare is get a journal and record the ways that God has come through for you. 
get a journal and write down what God has taken you through. Amen. Letter E is pay attention to how God works through you. He often writes the most beautiful, creative, unexpected plot lines in our lives. But if we try to write over him, we'll miss the miracle he's willing to put on our page. Look, the whole concept of the book, Dare to Begin Again, is that God is still writing your story. I want you to write that down. God is not done. He's still writing my story. There's still good days ahead. The better things are coming. Okay? Pain in the past, problems in the past. Don't worry about all of that. Right? God is still... Your story is not over. Okay? Don't believe the lies of the enemy like, oh, it's too late and this is that's it. And, you know, I can't start again. I'm, I'm too old for a new relationship. Girl, if you walk in, I bet there's a good Christian man out there looking for you. But make sure it's the right one. Okay? Don't get caught up in the negative, but know that God is still writing your story. Isn't it easy to kind of go look at your problems ahead of you and you forget everything that God took you through? I know it's painful to be in certain situations, but write it down, write it down, write it down, because it's going to increase your faith so that when God asks you to release something or someone next time, you can remember the sacrifice. So if you're holding on to a relationship, if you're holding on to hurt, if you're holding on to somebody that's made you like really hurt you, you need to let go. And if you journal these things, and it could even be a job, it could be somebody, it, it could be all kinds of things like that. If you journal it, then when it gives you the breakthrough and the next time you go through it, you'll be like, oh yeah, hey, I am letting go of that quick because God's got something better for me. Amen. So look. Um, I think in beginning again, learning to sacrifice. So letting go makes room for more of God, what he has for you. And always remember, when you put your trust in God, he will fuel your faith. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.